When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Rightio, let's bring in uh, Brooksy, the, the great producer here at SCN. He's the best. Uh, and he is having a wonderful life at the moment, single, post-lockdown. How you going, Brooksy? Oh, Jace, I'm very well. And it's great to join your uh, personal punting show, mate. Um, any other bets we're going to be putting on live today? Or Well, mate, I, can't, I, said, I said this to Jez, our boss. I said, mate, the, you understand it's the, it's the Melbourne Cup carnival, mate. So if there's a bet that comes up whilst I'm on air, I have to stop and actually have a bet, and he's all right with that. So, and, of course, think, you can catch all the, I was going to say you can catch all the action of Derby Day after we finish at 2 o'clock here on SEN. Tell you what I used to do when remember the old lawn parties down at Ranwick and Rose Hill. Mm. I think they even did them out there during Autumn Carnival. I'd put all my bets on at the start of the day and go back to the tad eight hours later and see how I went. Sometimes and? it was the better days. No, no, they were really? the better days when you weren't like looking at the form guide all day and changing bets. And you know, you I remember one race it was the BMW. I was like, oh, Maccabi Diva's going to win. Maccabi Diva's going to win heard all this chat about Grand Army, changed my bet to Grand Army, and then Maccabi <laughs> Diva ended up winning. So I you're the only bloke, you would have been the only person in Sydney that day backing against Maccabi Diva, you know that? Well, everyone in the line was as well, because they changed <laughs> my mind. I was like, Maccabi, 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 I'll have 100 on Grand Army, thanks. I think <laughs> this, is, this is me coming down the outside, boys. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Hang on. Here we go. Come on. Get up. Get up, go, 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 they paid three bucks. Gamble responsibly. Hey, uh, nice let's work. let's talk let's talk NBA, mate. I'm loving all this stuff about Josh Giddy, the former Adelaide 36ers guard. What is he five four or five games into his NBA career, and he's just tearing it up. And is it the the stat I think I saw on him this week, Brooksy? Is that he's the second youngest player to hit the stats he's hitting at the moment? Is that correct? Yeah, I think I saw one that was second youngest to have a game of 10 or more assists behind the great LeBron James. So Yeah, that's in that pretty game, good. Jace, yeah, in that game, he had 18 points and 10 assists. I I went back and, like, I didn't get to see the game live. I purposely went back and watched the highlights of that game. Mate, he looks that good. He's very old school. Um, I think he's very comfortable, like, with the ball in his hand now at the NBA level already five games in. He, what, what he does, he was doing really well with working with the big guys on pick and rolls and dropping floaters and little jump shots, being really creative. And that's what we've seen from international players in the past couple of decades. But then you look at his ball handling and his distribution. Like some of it is like Jason Kidd, Magic Johnson-esque in terms of how long he's got with the ball and the passes that he's throwing, like bounce passes, flat, 
quick passes through the key, like great timing. Like there's some really good signs there. The Lakers aren't, like no LeBron in that game, but the Lakers have a good roster. There's a lot of veterans yeah. in there and he, car- he carved them up. And down, down the stretch where the game was on the line, they were still looking for their first win, the Thunder. He, he was massive. He connected really well with one of their veterans, Derek Favors. They don't have any, I believe they don't have any players under the age of 30, the Thunder. They have something ridiculous like 17 first round picks in the next six seasons. So their sort of motto at the moment isn't to win. But games like that give the Thunder fans a bit of hope as to what they're building towards. We sort of saw something like this in Philly about five, six years ago when they were trusting the process and tanking and getting these young guys a lot of exposure. But yeah. Josh Giddy settling in already. And, you know, he's making some news in Australia, which is great. It's good to see. Um, gets tough for them tomorrow morning, 10.30 uh, our time. Uh, they take on the Golden State Warriors. Uh, but that'll be a good challenge for him, won't it? Yeah, I think, like I said about the whole where the Thunder are, um, Jace. I think this is a really good opportunity for him to get some minutes under his belt. Like, it's going to be great for the Boomers too. Like, he... He could have got drafted to yeah. a team and basically sat on the bench and played like 10, 15 minutes a game. He's actually getting the 25, 30 mark, which is great. You know, he's going to make some mistakes and it's great to see that he can do it early on in his career on a team that isn't expected to make the playoffs. They're, like I said, they've got draft picks. So they're, they're sort of, they've got probably a three, five year Gus Gould sort of plan going at Oklahoma. So, that's what that's what the exciting thing about Giddy is. He'll he'll be able to make mistakes. He'll be able to grow. He's not a massive specimen in terms of muscle mass, so he can gradually just build his body and build into it. I think he's in like possibly the best situation he could have been in. Um, there was talk the Warriors were potentially going to grab him with one of their two um, lottery picks, and it's sort of good that he didn't in a sense that he is getting game time. Hey, he would would have been great playing with Andre Iguodala, Steph Curry, hmm. Clay Thompson. But this is a really good opportunity just to, as I said, get minutes on the court and get a feel for the NBA and really develop his game over the next couple of seasons. Chatting to Brooksy, Nathan Brooks, the uh, producer of Joel and Fletch and mad NBA fan. Uh, Brooksy, I'm going to make, I said to you last week, I don't actually have a team in the NBA, but I'm going to make the Thunder my team because I want to be on that bus in about three or four years when we win a title. See, I'm even saying we win a title (laughs) already. When we win a title, Mate. I want to say I've been on them for three years. Yeah, it, see, I'm, I, it's been a bit of a sour point, the Thunder, for me. I'm an old Seattle Supersonics fan, and they were bought by um, Clay Bennett and moved to Oklahoma City. So right. I sort of, when there was the Westbrook, Durant, Harden sort of phase at the Thunder, they were all drafted by the, by the Sonics, basically. But now this is definitely a new era, and I can I can sort of get around it too with Josh there and some of the younger guys too. Um, Darius Baisley had a big game against the Lakers as well. I think you'll find it will be a fun experience, mate. Go following those. Let's do it, Brooksy. This is this is the thing we could have in common. I'm I'm not a single man (laughs) like you. I'm not on the dating scene in Sydney ripping it up every weekend. This is the one thing you and I can do together. What about our adopted? Uh, Aussie Lamelo boy, uh, he's going. He's going fantastically as well. Is it is it true the NBLs put, put him in the position he's in now? Well, yeah, like it's definitely played a part. And RJ Hampton was a, another player in that draft that's now at Orlando. Um, he, he's coming off the bench. He's not getting as much 
exposure as what uh, Lamello is. Lamello was great in the um, Hornets' first five games, like putting up massive numbers, and a big reason why the um, Hornets were four and one to start the season. They had a had a loss today, I think, by uh, against Miami. I watched the first three quarters of that. He he did struggle. Miami are a very good defensive team. They got Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. Uh, and they're probably a team that the Hornets are going to have to go through if they want to get through and, and go deep in the playoffs. And look, it's only six games into the season, and you're going to have these games from time to time. Big green tick for the first five games. Bit of concern today, but, you know, it's a long season, 82 games. But, yeah, yeah it, I, I think I think we spoke to Chase Buford yesterday, who's coaching the Kings, who was involved with um, Milwaukee. And obviously his... Uh, father, R.C. Buford, massive fingerprints all over the Spurs dynasty over the past 20 years. He's just, it, it's just massive how much people are talking about the NBL and Australian basketball, particularly off the bronze medal, but also like all the players that have come and gone from college and NBA that have done their job, done won rings, like, you know, been great locker room um, players. And that's why you saw Ball and Hampton come out and do a season rather than go to university to get that sort of professional basketball experience rather yeah. than a college experience. But yeah, the next stars program that the um, Larry Kesselman brought in a couple of years ago, like it's already reaped the benefits of those two. And hopefully we'll get a few more. I think there are a few young guys coming out from different countries and yeah, it's just, I think that's a great way and it helps the league expand as well by bringing in these young guys to come in and, and provide extra roster spots. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, the bulls, are they still undefeated? No, they lost yesterday to the Knicks. Oh, they did two, uh, four and one now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, interesting story there. DeMar DeRozan had the um, shot to win the game. They just recruited him from the Spurs. And RJ Barrett was the guy that defended him, who blocked him. And after the game, he grew up in Toronto and watched DeMar DeRozan, who played, I think, 10 seasons in Toronto um, coming out of college. And he was like, yeah, I watched him for 10 years, and I know he hesitates on that jump shot. So he read the play beautifully. Being a fan having watched them after 10 years. And the Knicks have joined the Bulls at 4-1. Um, and one. It's actually quite um, congested at the top. Miami won today. They're 4-1. Washington's 4-1. and one. Charlotte, as I mentioned before, and the Knicks and the Bulls. So some of those teams weren't expected to have um, solid starts. But, yeah, it, it, it's an interesting race at the top of the East. Uh, what about uh, Steph Curry? How's his season going so far, five games in? Oh, but, mate, he's leading the league in points. He's, he's been the main catalyst as to why the... The Warriors are on top. Or well, Utah they lost yesterday in overtime to the to the Grizzlies, and he's been the main point. Like no Clay Thompson scoring at will, he's still putting up like Steph numbers. Mate, the Warriors I wasn't expecting them to be this solid out of the gates too. They got Clay coming back in probably February, so the Warriors will be will be a team to look out for in the back end of the year. But they're clicking. They got they got some of those veterans. Iggy came back, Andre Iguodala which was a great sign. But they have a small team, so I think they're just trying to get the ball to Steph, shoot the lights out, try and beat teams like 140, 100 to 30. But, um, mm. yeah, Jai Morant was the guy that um, dominated for the Grizzlies. He was the number two pick a couple of seasons ago, Jace. He's the one for you to keep an eye out on. Very athletic. Tried to dunk on Aaron Baines twice, I think, over the course <laughs> of two seasons, like massive dunk attempts. So, yeah, he, he's in the early MVP candidate um, noms. So he's probably one to watch. Grizzlies, you'll probably come across them when they play the Thunder a couple of times this year. But, yeah, keep an eye out on their point guard, Jai Morant. Rightio. Is, is, uh, is this an obvious question I'm about to ask? Steph Curry, is he the greatest player right now in the NBA? Whoa. 
Good question on the spot. Uh, if, if you if you were if you were picking a team and you're you're playing you know schoolyard yeah. basketball and you had all these players lined up, who'd be the first player you'd pick on your team? Okay, off of, straight away without thinking, it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. I'm taking him. He's he's just he's just too he's too big. He's too good. He's worked on his game a bit more. He led the Bucks to a championship last year. You can tell he's got that determination. He wants to go back to back. He's already put up massive games already for the Bucks. The Bucks are three and two, but that's all right. You're not meant to just come out and just blow out the opposition straight away, particularly when you're going to be the ones that everyone's chasing. But yeah, he's already had a 40-point game. I think he had 17 rebounds and seven assists in that game too. He's just a force. Like you can't stop him around the rim. I'd definitely probably be picking him first, and then KD or Steph second. Hey Gibbo, are you into your basketball? Ah, uh, not really, Jace. I don't mind the NBL. Outback Shaq was my favourite player, Nate Jarwan. <laughs> but besides right. that, yeah, I don't mind it. It's good timing to watch, and so is the NFL midweek. Yeah, it's good. It is good, isn't it? Uh, it gives us some sport to get us through to, to the weekend. Hey, mate, I was chucking you out a hypothetical today, Brooks. I want to ask you this, moving away yeah. from the NBA. Um, yeah. If you could change the result of any sporting event in any time in history, in any game, what would it be? Ooh. Mine's the 1993 test, the Windies versus Australia, Adelaide Oval. Uh, we needed two yeah. runs to win. Craig McDermott gets a dodgy decision from the umpire caught <laughs> behind. After the boys, yeah. after him and Tim May put on a record, I think it was about 40-run partnership to get us that spot. And remember AB throwing that cricket ball down in disgust? Captain Grumpy? Yeah. That's the Possibly result I'd like to change. Day. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, that, that, that'd be that'd be up there for me. No, no, no. I nearly cried. Um, I reckon for me, like off again, nineteen ninety nine NRL Grand Final. Look, it was great. The Storm got to win in their second season, but as a as you mentioned earlier, struggling Illawarra Steelers fan, first year of the merger. Rod Wishart, Paul McGregor, some great players, Luke Patton, Craig Fitzgibbon, all at the Dragons that year. Jamie Ainsco. If only you just let Craig Smith put the ball down and let um, our SEN stablemate Noddy Kamali try and convert from the sideline. I, will, I think that's what I would, I would change. And you've also got a few sliding door moments in that game. Anthony Mundine, I'm not going to... I don't want to harp on it. We've won a premiership since. But yeah, it would probably be the 99 grand final. I reckon that's a massive sliding doors moment for the, the mm. merger too. What could have okay. been winning the first yeah. season as a merger... With all that talent, all the young guys coming through too. It, yeah. I, it, it, you heard the stories about the start of that season, Jace? With no. The, with the Illawarra and the St. George boys training separately. Like they got off to a rough start. I think they were in the double header out there at ANZ Stadium against Parra. They looked terrible. Barrett was playing halfback when he was playing 5-8 to the Steelers because Mundine was there. It was Amos Roberts and, and Luke Patton. Like there was all these conge- like there was so much like there was so many positional battles that they had to sort out over the course of the season, and then at the end, like there was all these guys that were running around for the last time t- time. Mark Coyne, Rod Wishart, like it was just it was just it's just a shame that um, my boys didn't get the the premiership in that first year. Mm, interesting. Um, there was, you know, it was a few years. There was a few years. No, no, no. I just, because I was just thinking about saying, so, you know, it was a few years Yeah, whatever, there. Brooksy. No, no, Brooksy. No, Brooksy. Brooksy, I've got one eye on the telly and I've got a couple of things. No, no, no. 
Because, you know, there, I can't remember that because there was a few yeah. years that I actually didn't follow rugby league. The whole Super League thing, I didn't follow rugby league because South were booted yeah, out. Yeah, right. And there's a, oh. there's a whole – but that was the end of the 99 season South were booted out. But I, I just there – there's a lot of stuff that went on that I just don't even know about. And it was really interesting. Yeah. I just I, – I followed AFL. I jumped straight onto the Swans. And, and now, yep. obviously, both. I love my rugby league more than anything else. But there's just kind of a vortex there. I just don't even know about it in rugby league. I did not watch one game of football. Yeah, not right. one. That, that's a bit disheartening. Good to see you back. But, yeah. Well, no, South are back. As soon as South came back, I started watching rugby league again. So, and no, you, interesting. And I guess there would be a few people out there that listen that went for the Bears um, that would feel the same way. Like, they've, they've, mm. basically, they've basically dropped off when the Bears went to the Northern Eagles of all teams. Uh, sorry, the Manly Ringus Eagles of all teams to make the Northern Eagles. Like, and that was never going to work. And then to merge with your rival. Oh, that's tough. That's really we, tough. And there, you're yeah. not gaining many people trying to do a move like that, particularly <laughs> the Bears fans. Yeah, no, true. What about you, uh, Gibbo? Are you still with us? Uh, yeah, mate. What, about, what sporting <laughs> event would you like to change? Oh, he I looks terrible, Brooksy, by the way. Oh, hey. He looks, the, the oh, looks like the uni see that, mate. The listeners don't need to hear that. Anyway, 2010 Grand Final NRL. I put my first ever bet on it was a multi. It was Collingwood, who was my favourite team, and the Roosters. Explain. And then they had the um, they had the Grand Final replay because it was tight. Wait, wait, wait. The two worst sporting clubs in the world, Collingwood Collingwood and the Roosters. Roosters. Jace, I didn't nitpick your situation, so please allow me. (laughs) You're not allowed to talk about the Roosters when I'm on, mate. Oh, All right, okay, go ahead. No worries. Yeah. Well, yeah, 2010 Grand Final, Sydney Roosters. I would love for them to have won the comp that year because Todd Carney <laughs> was one of my favourite players, and I feel like he never really oh, got the he never got the premiership. Misunderstood. He, hey, he was just an honest guy from Goulburn. <laughs> but yeah, right, I'd so- have to go Roosters. 2010 Grand Final. And how's That's the it. Brett Morris situation there where he went out of touch before that Gaz try? That's a bloody sliding doors moment in itself. Well, and I'm happy to admit it. But I feel like there were a lot of plotters in that Roosters side. Like, I think there were players like uh, Phil Graham, BJ Lua. Now, those guys who could have had a premiership. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Right. Early, early. Right. And BJ was 18. <laughs> oh, he was enormous that year. How's he going next year? Has he got a club yet? No, I don't think so. I don't think uh, mouthing off at your coach on Instagram is, oh. is going to do wonders for you. God, there's some idiots out there, aren't they? Yeah. Absolutely. We, you'd think you'd probably put your phone in your pocket when you're trying to chase a new contract. You know what? If you can't say it to their face, you just don't put it on social media. If you're not comfortable doing 100% that. No, that's Jace. a bit of advice for the kids out there listening to SEN this afternoon. Hey, Brooks, we're going to go. Oh, I'm, I'm there. I feel like I'm... Are there? Yeah, definitely. I, I reckon that was great advice for anyone between the ages of 16 to 84. <laughs> hey, didn't you send some offensive text messages last night, Gibbo, to some staff that may have been asleep ahead of working <laughs> today when you're out at, still at midnight? Yeah, yeah. I just um, sent a message Didn't you abuse to... Nick no, Davis? No, oh, I wasn't abuse. I just called him soft. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, was, I was quite blind, though. No, that's right. <laughs> Drink responsibly. Uh, Brooksy, got to go, mate. Love that NBA no uh, catch-up. And uh, thanks for sh- sharing that uh, sporting uh, moment. I-, I was interested as well, but I've got so many races on at the moment as well, and I'm just all over the place. So uh, thank you, mate. Uh, have a good week with uh, Joel and Fletch. What's coming up next week? Anything exciting I should be excited about? Yeah.
You know what? We're starting the week because November 1 is just around the corner, like just around it. We got Paul Well, that Bunn. is Monday. That is Monday. Paul Bunn from the Storm. Arguably ah. the team that's going to be most under the Syriaco Mesher come November, November 1 from the Dolphins and the other 15 clubs currently in the NRL. So Paul Bunn's going to join us around 4 o'clock, I think. We're going to talk some recruitment. Um, yeah, it's going, to, it's going to be an interesting week, mate. Any any yep. any players you reckon are going to jump ship early on? Uh, early on, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think no, no. I tell you why, because their managers will be playing the clubs up against each other as for as long as they can. So, I don't reckon we'll see a lot of movement straight away. If you were the Dolphins, yeah. though, who would you yeah. sign? Who, who who would who would your first signing be? Legitimately, I'm not going to be one of these people that just go Teddy, Tom Trevojevic. No. I'm going Reid Marnie. I, I, I'm going to try mm. and get that hooker. I'm going to get a Queenslander. I'm going to get him. But I'm going to. The, the controversial thing is we saw it with the South Queensland Crushers with Anthony Herbert and Garrick Morgan. I am putting everything I can at Quade Cooper and James O'Connor as being my two marquees. Take from Rugby Union. Don't take from league. Get those two guys. Get some buzz going like we saw with Carmichael and Israel in the AFL when they expanded. Are you serious? Go get get Jock. Go get Quaid. 100%. I don't know about Quaid, though, Brooks. He's... He sort of. He won't be leaving old. Japan, mate. He, and, and yeah, he's too old. And that Carmichael Hunt was one year. A, yeah. That was a disgrace. That that was that was that Carmichael Hunt thing. Advertisement. No, but people see through that. I, I reckon Tino from the Titans. Hey Brooksy, if you're talking about uh, Queensland Reds players, what um Tong and Thor Taniella Tupo. He'd be oh, a yeah, get front him. row. I like, mate, and he is box office. Have you seen him in space? That'd be unreal for the Dolphins. You know better than me, Gibbo. Get, I think, Pedro Sullivan's heading there. I reckon I'd slide into his DMs and yeah. try and get an assistant uh, <laughs> recruitment officer job. Oh, too easy. <laughs> Tonga Thor. All right. Hey, don't, do it today. don't do it today, I'll mate. You're a bit cloudy yeah. with your vision and your thoughts. So don't do that today. Do it maybe Monday. Okay, Have a no sleep worries. in tomorrow, then do it then. All right, Brooksy, got to let you go, mate. Uh, look forward to no Joel Fletcher next week here on 1170 SCN. And by the way, uh, Badge and Sats, Monday night, straight after you guys, uh, live from Toowoomba. Oh, the Clydesdale League Club. Yeah, I don't know where they're doing. They're doing from from some joint called the Rock or something like that. But uh, Monday, because uh, the launch of SEN Track in Toowoomba, so the boys will be up there with a whole heap of people. So that'll be good on on Monday night. Thanks, mate. We'll let you go. All right, thanks, gents. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.